Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Wednesday, May 11th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. This could be a key day for congressional redistricting in Missouri. The Senate is expected to decide the fate of a map approved this week by members of the House. At least one senator, Republican Bob Onder from Lake St. Louis, is not impressed with that version. In some ways, the map the House just passed is inferior to the Senate map, so no, I'm not a fan. Lawmakers are working against a Friday evening deadline to agree on new congressional districts. A Senate committee is scheduled to examine the map passed Monday by the Missouri House. It seeks to make Missouri's second congressional district more Republican by adding some of Warren County and all of Franklin County. But in an exchange with Senator Bill White yesterday over an unrelated bill, State Senator Onder said bringing the House map to the floor would bring action in the Senate to a standstill. The session's over when the maps come. Well, that's over. That's why I'd really like to send this to the House first, please. It's over. It's over. (laughs) By itself. I I think there are some things we should send to the House, and and then the session is over. Federal judges will likely redraw the lines if Missouri lawmakers cannot come to an agreement by a Friday evening deadline. Some St. Louis aldermen are filing a lawsuit over a proposition that passed this spring. As St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grunke reports, the suit takes many issues with Proposition R. The proposition established a commission to draw the city's ward maps. It also created tighter conflict of interest requirements for aldermen. It was popular with voters. 69% voted in favor. But opponents say it's overly broad and was enacted improperly, said Sam Gladney, an attorney for the group behind the lawsuit. A lot of people want to get lobbyist influence out of politics and and want to affect the redistricting system, and that all makes sense. However, there were a lot of things in Prop R. It's a nine-page proposition that weren't really discussed or vetted by the public. The lawsuit is asking for relief from the proposition to essentially stop it from going into effect. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner is likely to face a public reprimand for her conduct during a 2018 investigation of then-Governor Eric Reitens. The decision by a three-person panel is in line with last month's recommendation by Missouri's chief disciplinary counsel. The final say rests with the state Supreme Court. Gardner admitted that she violated several rules by not properly turning over evidence to Greitens' defense attorneys and failing to correct mistakes in court filings. The St. Louis County Council has asked the region's voters to update whistleblower protections for the county's more than 4,000 employees. The measure says anyone working for the county in any capacity cannot be disciplined if they speak up publicly about lawbreaking, mismanagement, or discrimination. While Democrat Lisa Clancy of the 5th District voted to put the measure on the August ballot, she is worried about a lack of specifics when it comes to the county police department. Police reform is an issue of vital importance to our community. It is far too unimportant of a topic to allow for ambiguity about whether or not this will deliver the police reform and fairness for officers of color that our community wants to see. Lawmakers twice sent similar proposals to County Executive Sam Page but could not override his vetoes. Ballot initiatives cannot be vetoed. Executive Page's office is recommending the county dedicate more than $1.5 million of federal coronavirus relief funds to regional arts programming. 
As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, arts leaders say funding is needed to boost education programs shut down during the pandemic. The recommendation follows a request by more than 100 arts leaders that St. Louis County and St. Louis allocate 5% of their federal relief funds to art institutions and programs. Chrissy Nardine is Education and Outreach Director for Stages St. Louis, a musical theater company which also helps enhance school arts programs. She says arts organizations need additional funding to support teachers and enhance arts activities at schools. A lot of our outreach programming really is centered on funding-based programming for students in schools that do not have the staff and the resources to provide a performing arts program. The recommendation goes to the county council, which will determine how to allocate federal coronavirus relief funds. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. Some of the items we are following today in the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. Of course, we will be closely monitoring that Senate committee hearing this afternoon on the congressional redistricting map passed this week by the House. It's expected to have a rough reception in the Senate. The state budget is on its way to Missouri Governor Mike Parson, and it includes money to boost the minimum wage for teachers to $38,000 a year. But it comes with catches that may exclude many rural districts that qualify. And St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones, along with other city officials, will be on hand for MasterCard's announcement that it is expanding a program to help small businesses in the area. Digital Doors provides education materials and help with banking to boost small businesses. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.